Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Show. You're listening to the first and only podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy. Be sure to subscribe to the show via iTunes and leave us a voice comment from our contact section on the website. You can find all of our episodes at PharmacyPodcast.com. Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm excited about tonight's show because it's it's a busy world out there. Uh, pharmacy owners, consultants, the specialty pharmacy sector. I have a full-time position as Director of Strategy with New Season Addiction Recovery Centers. So the podcast network runs and all of our contributors have lives and they have positions and jobs and things that they're doing. So it's a treat for me when I get to bring back one of our original Pharmacy Podcast Network superstars, Dr. Blair Telemeyer, who I'm sure everyone has heard of by now. Um, Tonight we get to talk with uh, Blair about being this explosive rising star in pharmacy, driving innovation of the role and career paths of pharmacists, out-of-the-box ideas, innovative ideas. Uh, Dr. Blair, fellow podcaster on the Pharmacy Podcast Network, welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast again, Blair. How are you? Thank you. It is so good to be back, and I'm so excited to to talk with you a little bit more about what I've been working on lately. I am as well uh, so proud of you being the very first pharmacist to launch a virtual summit of this kind and what's happened and how it's transformed. So much has happened. So what I want to do, if someone's listening to this podcast right now and hasn't heard about the virtual summit, Just give them an overview of what it is, and then I have some questions to bring us all up to date. Okay, so a virtual summit is a collection of interviews. I I tried to model it after a national community pharmacy meeting. So I, I went to you know, speakers I'd seen on the stages and pharmacists that were leading our profession, people that I looked up to, people that had innovative businesses and ideas. And so I brought them back and said, you know, will you sit down with me, allow me to do an interview, record it on video on the internet, and then post it for everyone to be able to watch. So it definitely took some guts and it was out of the comfort zones of, you know, some of our speakers, but I was so proud of the the content and the information that we produced on the virtual summit because, you know, I know pharmacists aren't used to hopping on some crazy podcast with someone or, you know, jumping on a virtual summit, but they did so wonderful in coming on and sharing their story and helping bring ideas to the forefront of pharmacy that basically provide inspiration to other pharmacists. So, what I did, I put all of those interviews together and we named it the Elevate Pharmacy Virtual Summit. So we originally launched in April of 2017. We had over 1,200 pharmacists from around the world, really, the U.S., Australia, the U.K., and Canada, who attended the summit. And as a thank you we launched it again. It was it was such a, a you know a monumental launch and event that we had such good feedback that I decided to 
open everything up again for another five days in September and had such great feedback from from people as well who were able to watch or rewatch those original 22 interviews. That's what I like about it. I like the fact that it is a technology platform that you've used the evolution of the internet and video and high quality audio. And I know the investments that you've made in all of that for a busy pharmacist that's looking to expand themselves professionally to looking to grow their career. And they get to actually take this in their own bite sizes. They get to uh, come home after that long day and absorb this information they get to listen to these subject matter experts who they trust based on the fact that they're also some of them being pharmacists and subject matter experts in specific sectors of what it is to be a pharmacist and what else can be done with your PharmD license and being a registered pharmacist. So if you're listening to the show and you're not driving, you're not in a car because we don't want you jumping around on the internet until you get to your desk or until you get to your home office or home, it's elevatepharmacysummit.com. Uh, we, you just had the second launch uh, just mm-hmm. that happened September 15th through 19th. So tell us what's, what's new about this, uh, this second uh, go of the uh, Elevate Pharmacy Summit. Yeah, so in April, you know, we had good feedback. I really wanted uh, the attendees to, to let me know what they were most interested in and what we could do more of. So based on that feedback, we had a lot of pharmacy owners attend and I could tell by, you know, the, the email addresses being used. These guys were pharmacy owners and they were consultants who were working independently in physicians offices and, and places like that. So really a lot of folks who are interested in advanced clinical services. So when I decided to relaunch the summit for the Encore presentation in September, I wanted to focus on meeting the needs of those people. So one of the interviews I did, for example, was with uh, an insurance liability agent, so a pharmacist insurance liability agent. And one of the questions I get a lot is, if I'm a pharmacist and I'm working in a physician's office, does my liability insurance cover me in that setting? So, you know, he answered that question for me. It, it was a, a great discussion. It was actually funny because the, the man I interviewed, Joe Baker, he was my personal finance professor when I was in pharmacy school. So it was really fun getting to reconnect with him and, uh, and talk about that. So, you know, we, we talked uh, also with an attorney who represents clients in fraud cases against PBMs. So he works with, you know, independent community pharmacies representing uh, them in clawback cases, uh, suits like that. We, we spoke with a pharmacist who's working in a physician's office, actually, who she is offering annual wellness visits and chronic care management visits because and when when I hear from students what they're interested in, you know, it's it's all about clinical services. It's all about entrepreneurship. It's all about you know doing 
innovative things with their pharmacy license. So those were really the the interviews that that I tried to to focus on for our bonus interviews. And hopefully, you know, we've we've got something for everyone. There is now 28 total interviews for the 2017 uh, Elevate Pharmacy Summit. And uh, truly something for everyone, whether you're a student, a consultant, um, in academia, or community pharmacy owner. In the show notes, you are going to have... Um a couple things to really tell you to summarize, but going to elevatepharmacysummit.com is going to give you everything, all the knowledge. Uh, day one, two, three, four, five, giving you the agendas. Day one, why pharmacists impact on quality measures. And day two, the what? Innovative business models and collaborative practices. Day three, the how? Integrating clinical services into an efficient workflow. Day four, the who? marketing and selling your services, probably my favorite one, (laughs) and day five, when future opportunities for scaling and growing your business. Blair, this is exciting stuff. So um, I'm going to have a link at the bottom of the um, show notes to jettison you to the site to be in the right section, to be able to sign up. Tell me a couple uh, of your speakers. You can't really probably hit them all, but just highlight some of your speakers. Okay, so one of my favorite speakers was my friend Amina Abubakar. You guys probably know her. She is an amazing pharmacist out in North Carolina. And she talked about how she was running, uh, started with an HIV clinic. Now she's running chronic care management and annual wellness visits through her community pharmacy. So she's a community pharmacy owner and just really felt called to start working under collaborative practice agreements with physicians. And that has just grown and grown and grown. That was so inspiring to me. We also talked with another pharmacist, uh, Marianne Clothermas. She is in, in academia. She is such an advocate for the profession And she really talked about how pharmacists can have an impact on quality measures in physicians' offices. So we specifically talked about how pharmacists can save money for practices and clinics. Like if a pharmacist were to go to work in an ACO, you know, why would an ACO want to hire a pharmacist to improve their quality measures? And, you know, what type of return on investment would that become? So, you know, there was just so much, so much interesting things that, that came out of that conversation. She even said that physicians are contacting her saying, where do I find these pharmacists? And, you know, she and I kind of laughed and said we needed to create like a match.com for pharmacists and physicians <laughs> to be able to get together and, and work together in the clinical setting. And then, as you mentioned, you know, marketing. So I, I talked to Azim Nagri, and he talked about digital marketing. And, you know, the number one thing that, that I see that pharmacy is not doing as a whole, which every other industry recognizes as being one of their primary marketing channels, is email marketing. 
And we talked extensively about that, about how to get your pharmacy in the email marketing game, you know, how to even start an email list. Uh, touched a little bit on Facebook marketing, but I don't want to scare anyone off. So, um, you know, just easy stuff that, that you could implement in your pharmacy tomorrow that would make such a huge impact on your business. So really, again, there there is something for everyone on this summit. That's terrific. And yes, I agree. Uh, the world of digital health slash digital marketing, social media management, it's not something that you can just do overnight. It's really like a layering effect, but it's definitely manageable at really level zero or level 100 there's so many uh, facets in between, just as it was when you, as a pharmacist, were in school. You didn't take every course in one semester. You divided each of the courses out over that period of time, and then you um, had the ability to take um, the NAPLEX and move forward. So um, what about this all-access pass? Tell our listeners about that and how to access all of the content and really take advantage of, of what you've done with the Elevate Pharmacy Summit. Yeah, so the great thing about the All Access Pass is that when you when you upgrade to an All Access Pass, so the summit was free in April, it was free September 15th through the 19th, and everyone had their chance to go in to view the content, to take it for a test drive. Those who wanted to retain access to those videos, to the, the audio files, we, you know, we provided MP3 downloads um, for all the audio files so that you could listen on the go. And we also provided transcripts of each of the interviews for All Access Pass members. So that basically allowed our All Access Pass holders who were too busy or wanted to retain this information to go back and revisit it and, you know, let these ideas stew or even share them with their team. You know, I had some pharmacy owners say, I want to purchase an all access pass and have my technicians go through this training. Is that okay? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. You know, that's the beauty of the internet is, um, is that, you know, this stuff is, is accessible. The, the information is out there and, you know, I don't want to overwhelm anyone with it. So that's why I really started with this day one, you know, what, why, how, when, and that way you can, you can follow it in, in a bit of a program or you can jump around and just choose to watch the interviews that you think will, will best benefit your business. So I don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed. I mean, I remember I, I got started with MTM. All I wanted to do was learn how to offer a patient a valuable CMR. And once I started looking into the other ways of billing for pharmacist services and learning about other models of care and what other pharmacists were doing in their practices or as consultants, that's when I got really excited. So basically this, this whole summit is meant to provide inspiration and motivation to elevate your practice. And the all access pass just gives you a, a longer timeline to be able to go back. So once you 
purchase and upgrade to the all access pass, you've got 12 months of unlimited access to all of those videos. Something else that I've noticed from participants of the virtual summit, uh, Blair, that you've put together is it almost becomes its own network. Uh, I see that um, many of the people that are on um, Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook um, who have been through the course are bonding and talking with each other almost as alumni to the Elevate Pharmacy Summit. And they're really starting to bond and support each other as well as share ideas based on the information that these speakers and teachers really have, um, have delivered to them this new content. And I think that's exciting because it's allowing us as a pharmacy profession to continue to elevate, continue to evolve, and um, it's changing anyway, so why not stay ahead of it? We're moving away from that transactional care to value-based care. Um, There is a speaker that's going to be at the NCPA conference coming up in October, which you're very well aware of, which Mm -hmm. we just launched uh, an interview with uh, Dr. Zubin Demanya, and uh, he's known as Z-Dog, and he he believes in that collaboration between pharmacists and physicians, and that's exactly what this course is preparing us all for, but it's it's ahead of the game because uh, provider status, national provider status isn't here yet. So why wait? Let's all start going out and um, doing these things and innovating and MTM and taking it to another level and pharmacogenomics and marketing and different things that you should be doing as a clinical service uh, provider. You know, don't sit around and wait for it to happen, you know, get ahead of the, of the game. Um, I could see Elevate Pharmacy Network becoming the new .com for all of the alumni to gather almost like in a chat board or a, a room to get together and talk with each other. That's a good idea. I, I love that idea. You know, one of the things that I tried to do was make it like a pharmacy conference that yep. that you could attend in your pajamas on your own time, <laughs> on your laptop, yep but uh, also provide the sense of community and networking that you know you can can meet those speakers at NCPA meeting you can connect with them on LinkedIn you can chat with them we've got a Facebook group for all the attendees of the Elevate Pharmacy Summit so they can come join the Facebook group some of our speakers are in there you know ask questions i want that to be an idea sharing place and um you know i i love that idea the i think the more community we can build the more ideas we can share so that we're not having to start from scratch every time that someone has a new idea or has you know a a program that maybe is not working as well as they want it to, what will, you know, what would you do to change it? Or, you know, what's one business idea you have moving forward? I think it's so exciting to think about being able to connect in that way virtually with uh, other pharmacists. And I think all it does is strengthen our profession. The grass does not grow under your feet, uh, Dr. Telemeyer. So I know you have ideas. You can't give away necessarily for 2018, but just give our listeners a 
tiny preview of what you're thinking about um, in the future? So in 2018, we are already putting together our speaker list. So I am really excited planning on, you know, this being an annual thing. So planning on late March, early April, relaunching a brand new uh, Elevate Pharmacy Virtual Summit. So some of the speakers that that I've been reaching out to are pharmacists who offer transitional care management services. They are pharmacists who work in, you know, in physicians clinics. They are pharmacy owners who are offering really cool new cash-based innovative services. Uh, One of them is a pharmacy owner who has a weight management clinic and does very, very well. And one of the things that, that I found interesting about her story is she was marketing the program as a diabetic management clinic. And she felt that, you know, her patients were seeing that as a negative thing, that it was, you know, there's something wrong with them. And, and, you know, it didn't feel like it was focused on wellness. It just felt like it was, you know, more focused on the disease. And she rebranded it, she repackaged it, and is now, you know, offering it to patients as a weight management clinic. And she has helped her clients lose hundreds and hundreds of pounds. It's absolutely amazing. Some of her testimonials are so great. So I'm excited to share her story and and many, many others. So I will have uh, between 20 and 30 brand new interviews come spring of 2018. We should talk about um, social media marketing and podcasting and networking as another leg and division of what um, can become a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I fully intend to have more and more pharmacist podcasters come on to the network and be part of the network. There's a section of our site on the contact section that nobody really uses that much. Every once in a while, I get a message it's a, um, a voice recording platform that they can actually inject their ideas into a topic, which we're going to be rolling out for 2018, where we have not only pharmacists calling in, but also uh, patients calling in to ask questions. It'll be ask the you know pharmacist question that will be used as a future podcast. So if you ever want additional, more creative side, certainly don't ask me anything clinical because I'll end up... Uh, making somebody very sick. I love it. I love it. We, uh, you know, we really want to keep innovating and I've already had a pharmacy owner tell me that she was interested in starting her own podcast to help market her pharmacy and some of the other businesses that uh, her and her husband run. So I, I just love that idea that, you know, I think pharmacists are just really creative and entrepreneurial people. And I, I love to hear other, other pharmacists ideas and share that and, and your ideas as well, your feedback and, you know, your guidance has definitely been um, a, a huge part of, of my business and, you know, offering these, these, innovative types of service offerings to to pharmacists as well. 
Well, thank you. And I'm excited about the upcoming year and some of the new things that are coming down the pike with uh, laws, regulations changing, the evolution of specialty pharmacy really becoming part of uh, collaborative care between physicians and pharmacists, uh, long-term care pharmacy continuously evolving, community pharmacy being really in the front lines, and what that means for our profession and how our profession continues to evolve and stay ahead of not waiting around for provider status, even though I really have uh, good feelings that it is definitely going to happen. Um, There's much on the hill that's taking place to make it happen. But thank you so much for coming back on the show as an interviewee. And um, and we're excited about some of the um, highlighted content that you're going to deliver through the Pharmacy Podcast Network, too. I'd love to hear some of your, um, your wins, uh, some of the testimonials from some of your participants of the Elevate uh, Pharmacy Summit. So we're very excited and we're extremely blessed and honored to have you as part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure as always. You were listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network with special guest, Dr. Blair Tielemeyer, founder of Elevate Pharmacy Summit. You can find more information at elevatepharmacysummit.com. And we thank you for listening.